Welcome back to your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. In an earlier episode, I mistakenly identified Bob as Gen X, a.k.a. my generation. Nope, he is a boomer. And that got us thinking about and talking about some of the gaps between generations and between ourselves and others. Enjoy. We need to reckon with this whole generational thing because... Uh... I did discover that I that I, I am not a boom. I mean, I'm not a Gen Xer. I am a boomer. I wanted you to be a Gen Xer so bad that I actually changed the years. And, and you made me believe it. That's how credible you are. Listen, listen to the guy <laughs> who told me that all Amway families get farm animals <laughs> and had me believing that. I've told that story to people. <laughs> That's hilarious. On an earlier that episode was, of there, Your Daily Dose. There were an alarming number of families who did have farm animals in my experience with Amway, but not all of them. Yeah, and we had a few ourselves. But yeah, that's, no, I think, but that's yeah. a common thing, right? Like you want somebody you like to be part of your tribe. Yeah. So you try to find that connection. Like I'm, I, I look, I am barely Canadian. I am Canadian <laughs> in passport only, right? Because I was born there because they told my mom she was too pregnant to travel as my family was moving down to Florida. Uh, and she took me down when I was a month old. I didn't know that that was the situation. Oh, yeah. I am, uh, again, I'm a Canadian citizen. I eventually will probably become an American citizen. But right now, still holding on to that. But I take pride and I take credit for every talented Canadian. Right. (laughs) I had friends convinced, because I was kind of convinced that Steve Martin was Canadian. He's not. He's from Texas. <laughs> and I listened to his biography. Yeah. Which is hilarious. But it's that level. Like you can kind of tell people that somebody's super talented, Martin Short, Mike Myers, uh, Steve, Steve Martin, you know, you can go through that list yeah. and kind of convince people. Yeah. Like he doesn't have an accent. He's super funny. He's totally with it. Seems like a nice guy. Oh, he must be Canadian. He's my people. That's but yeah, I want you to be part of my tribe in some way, shape or form. Wow. We're going to have to find some other ways because some arbitrary person put an arbitrary date so to you're, a generation. You were like two years off? Yeah, like two yeah, years off. Come on. You're, I'm, you're, I'm on the cusp, you're, as they would say. You're right? Gen X and, in spirit. And, okay, can we talk about this, though? Just the basic concept of, of classifying people. This is truly, I mean, it's sanctified ageism. It, it, it's exactly it, what it in, is. In all directions. It's yeah. it's just our ability to say us and them. And uh, like, <laughs> thank you, Boomer. You've heard that, okay, right? Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can't even get yeah. that right. They're like, oh, okay, Boomer. Thank you, Boomer. Uh, the thing is, um, it's all designed to create a divide to say this is us and, and you know, we are us and you are them. And uh, that feels good sometimes because we want an us, It right? just makes it easier. Like, I don't have to think about complicated matters such as generational wealth and <laughs> the cost of living today versus, uh, like... I don't want to think about that. I just want to say millennials are lazy. I I 100% don't believe that. Right. But sometimes, yeah, I just want to say, ugh, millennials. And hold my fist up. You know, both of my kids. I forgot it was a podcast, so I had to hold my fist up. (laughs) I think when you make that, ugh, everybody pictures that. Oh, everybody knows that. I think so. Yeah. Um, I had a conversation with my son, Sam, uh, a couple weeks ago related to the number of millennials who are post-college living at home with their parents. And... And I made the statement, and, and the wrong-headed statement, quite frankly, that I feel like they just, they want to be living with their parents. That, 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 
they're they don't feel enough uh, desire to step out of the family nest to go live on their own or their or the standard of living is going to drop so significantly from their family's households to their living on their own household that they're not willing to make that jump and he pointed out uh, very seriously that, that especially the college kids uh, the amount of debt that they're in is crippling and crushing and that most of them probably don't want to be living with their parents. They have to until they can get out from under the shadow of that debt. And the cost of living right? to go out there and try to find, like you'd have to have four roommates to afford an apartment downtown in Orlando, right. you know, in many cases yeah. um, or anywhere. Like you used to be able to, okay, I'm going to just move up to Deltona. I'll get a super cheap place. And yeah, no, no, it's not that way anymore. Yeah, especially yeah. in this community, it's, it's gotten ridiculous. Actually, the, the affordable housing is is one of the true crises yeah. that we have in our community. But yeah, I think it's easy to lump people in, especially in a way to make yourself feel better. Well, at yeah. least that wasn't the way it was in my generation. Yeah, yeah it was in my day. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> or it was easier. What do you think would happen if all the generations were forced just for a moment to find the things that unite them? Because you know they're there. You know, you know there are actually more things in common among these human beings than there are not in common, right? Uh, and this is going to sound completely self-serving, but an improv show. <laughs> they could all go to an improv show right, and laugh their butts off Yeah, and be together on that. I think there's a billion things like that yeah. if you can get beyond the things that make us different or not... Don't even get beyond. How about celebrate the things that make us different? How about we say, it's so cool to have so many people so unlike me in this space at this time right now. I mean, I think us being able to find that wonderful is the key to everything. It's, I don't understand the, let's just hang around with people who look like me. I can, I can do that alone. I'll yeah, get I can a do that on Facebook. Right. <laughs> oh, hello, echo yeah. chamber, right? Yeah. But to your point, yeah, we just have to get over that idea. You may have to uh -huh. be willing to. This is going to sound silly, but it's like being dropped into a foreign country with a different culture. All right. First, you need to respect the culture, which means you open your ears and your eyes more than you open your mouth mm -hmm. so that you can learn some stuff. Right. But then being able to adapt how you communicate so that it's understandable to that culture, because we are genuinely speaking different languages. Right. And I think one of the critical ingredients is respect that if if the younger folks are not respecting the older folks, the older folks are not respecting the younger folks, that we can't have that, that conversation. We can't have that discourse. There's nothing there. Right. Yeah. I hope as we move forward, the barriers between the generations will soften and ultimately dissolve. I think it will unlock some profound possibilities for all society. Of course, nothing in history shows me why I should have any hope for such cycle-breaking change, but I'm hopeful anyway. I see amazing promise in so many people who are so much younger than I am. And I hope at least a few of them see some promise in me. And the key to all of it? Yeah, sing it. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Thanks for listening to Nick and me. Have a great day.